This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Back of the chest. <laughs> Coronavirus self-isolation podcast. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, I would say welcome to the Back of the Nest preview podcast in the style of uh, the illustrious Terence Ford. Uh... We've not really got anything to preview. I mean, I could talk about this homeschooling that's just come through for tomorrow. Um, but we probably won't get into that. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But uh, it's just me and Heskiff. Um, Heskiff, you there? I am, yeah. Welcome, How are you? everyone. Uh, I'm all Welcome, right. everyone. Um, Fine, haven't really done anything. So this is, as we were just discussing before we press record, this is going to be a nice, fun, riveting discussion about Albert and I just sort of sitting about. Sitting about. Well, to be uh, fair, you're teaching. Trying. So Trying to teach. So, you know, you're doing something productive. I mean, I'm doing work during the day. Yeah. But like I alluded to last week, it's just sort of sitting on spreadsheets and reading process documents about things that I've never done to the point where I just think, I don't know why I've got this job because I'm useless. Is it, are you sort of trying to make the best of it and, you know, really delve into it and try and understand what that is? Yeah, I mean, listen, this is like such an exciting start to the podcast. I'm going on train e- e-learning training sessions. I'm reading yeah. guidance documents, internal and external. Um, I just don't get it, so I'll figure I'm, it out. I, I've just found myself loading the dishwasher a lot more. I really feel like I've reconnected with my dishwasher. Yeah, like we um, days or so. dishwasher, washing machine have, have had a lot going on this week. Um, which is great. I mean, I've got loads of clean clothes that are going to sit in a drawer whilst I just mooch about in my pajamas a lot. Yeah, that's what I found. We we're still we're still doing lots of laundry, and I can't imagine why. Uh, I've been wearing the same pair of tracky bums for about eight days, and now it's now become a bit of a challenge. Like I'm going to try and wear these throughout this whole thing. Um, which unless there's some really I mean, even if there is a really dubious stain on them, 
no one's going to see. Exactly. Apart from the wife and the kids and, you know, screw those guys. Um, they were probably the reason for the stains. Well, well uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the child is a messy eater and it is hard to remain sort of, pa- you know, there's always like a glob of pasta glued <laughs> somewhere on my person at any one time. Um, but yeah, it's the a lot of housework. Yeah, but... I mean, v- Vanessa, I always say Vanessa, my wife, and then it makes me think of Borat. But Vanessa, I feel like people who listen to this show enough know she is. Like gets up in the morning, gets dressed to sort of motivate herself to sort of be in the frame of mind to do work, which is very admirable. And in principle, I would like to do the same. But I basically just like roll out of bed and have a shower and then sit on my laptop and drink but loads you, of coffee. So it's like... You, you're telling me she's got lots of virtual meetings though. So is she on camera? Because she kind of have to get dressed for that. I think some of the meetings are on camera. Um, right. To be fair, the door's closed. So whether the meetings are actually taking place or it's just an excuse to close the door and get away from me for eight hours of a, of a day. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I think just every every couple of minutes, just saying something inane and work related, just yeah. in case you're listening. In yeah. case you're listening at the door, that's it. <laughs> um, and then periodically sending me a WhatsApp and saying, "I'm hungry. Gonna, where's where's lunch? Going to be another three hours at least, babe." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I've figured out what's going on here. And and to add to that, um, she's bought herself a hammock, which right. we initially set up and put outside in the garden which is where it's supposed to go, obviously, because it's a hammock. Yeah. Uh, it's currently sitting inside the house. We've got a conservatory, and I realise how much of a twat that makes me sound. Why? Having a conservatory makes you a twat, doesn't it? No. Did you put it there? I didn't put it there. There you go. But, well, I take it. That's fine. It's it's the conservatory slash my office at the moment. Um, nice. But, so the hammock is next to the table. So at lunchtime today, Vanessa just came and sat in the hammock. Um, it would be, I, I, I was, I'm a bit disappointed. I was hoping that she was conducting some virtual meetings in the hammock in the office. That would be great. But the the office is a size that having a hammock in there would be a very interesting proposition. So it, it would sort of be like a slide like an immovable slide if she had it in a room, which is quite small. Um, whereas I'm sitting in my room at the moment and I moved a desk up here to potentially work here, but I don't like it. So I just went down to the conservatory. Fair enough. Have you been, have you been, um, been reliving any palace, palace matches on the social media or have you done what I've done and just turned away? Um, I'm, I'm at, What's with a solitary tear? I'm at the point now where I really need Palace matches in my life. I didn't right. think I'd say that at points during this season when we were mustering, you know, like one shot every four games. But yeah. the other week when Andros was playing whatever FIFA tournament that Leighton Orion had set up, the Quarantine Cup or whatever it's called, um... Andros was playing someone from Reading, some youth player from Reading, I think. And they played three times. And I just watched all of it. And I was really getting into it. To the point where I was like, fucking hell, come on, get in, suck in, you know, have a shot. Vanessa was then filming me. 
saying like, look how depraved this animal has become. <laughs> He's watching a computer game and shouting. How, how did he get on? Uh, he went out, but oh. he drew the first two games. But then the Reading player wouldn't let one of the games be played at Celeste, which Andros got oh. a bit pissed off about. Obviously, it doesn't matter because it's a computer game, but it would have been nice to see us to see Celeste Park because I don't play FIFA. So a virtual Celeste. A virtual Celeste. Um, and then he lost the last game. Um, but he was getting quite into it as well, to be fair. He he sort of like scored a late goal in one of the games and jumped up and was punching the air and throwing his whatever, you know, health smoothie, Nutri-Bullet thing around, which was quite good. Um, so I've been watching the games that Palace have been tweeting. and Any highlights? Uh, well, today's one was when we beat Leicester 4-1 away. Um, which I was at, which was pretty good. I mean, was that, the, the, Sco- was that all... the Sco? Was that the Scowcroft? No, alas, that was it. Was the one from last year? Oh, Premier League. Premier League, yeah. And gotcha. to be fair, that I think with the exception, I think they put Chris Dambull up, but obviously all of the ones they're going to show were a Palace winning, so it's always yeah, good to watch. Um, they did. What else did they? They they did uh, us beating Sunderland three two after being two 0 down and Benteke scored in the last minute. Yeah, good. That was quite good. Uh, I said I think they did Cristian Ball. I can't remember. My my memory is awful. Are there any that you'd really like to see that they haven't done yet? Well, I think a lot of the games that I want to see are like pre this era of Premier League. Gotcha. Um, and some of my favourite games are away games like Peterborough away when we went top and we scored twice right near the end and it was like carnage on a terrace. Yeah. But if I say, can we watch that, please? They'll just be like, here's a game from two weeks ago. So not complaining because I always want to see Palace win. But yeah, I think if they went back a bit further, that would be that would be pretty good. I'd like to see, I believe it was against Portsmouth in the uh, in the in the championship where Dougie Freeman scored one of the best goals of all time. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I think I actually think it was when I think he scored like an absolute wonder goal and then we lost. It was when Merson was at at Pompey oh, and they, and they went I, up that year. Well, we and I think it was opening game of the, I think it was opening game of the season. Maybe. I, I could be wrong. It was in that prime Merson, probably Redknapp Pompey phase. And Freeman scored. I mean, listen, if Terence was here, he'd probably shout me down and correct me. <laughs> Freeman scored an absolute worldie. And then I'm pretty sure we got robbed late on by sounds, two goals. Sounds quite palacy. Sounds sounds pl- even even if it's even if it wasn't a reality, it sounds quite plausible. It sounds plausible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been sort of on a on a similar tack. Um I've been doing I mean we're only on third, we're recording this on Thursday, so I've only done four, but or three, maybe. Is it Thursday today? I'm glad you said that. I think so. I, actually, yeah. I mean, I've just looked at my computer. That's the only reason I know. Um, but uh, I've been doing something on the back of the nest Twitter where um, I just pull out a random program from those that I've got. So I've got a program from like every game I've been to since 1990. So I've got quite a lot. Um Pulling out the pulling one out at random and seeing what was going on at that time, which is quite sad, really. Um, 
But as mentioned on the last time we recorded, I'm a massive nerd. And I think at this stage of everyone being stuck at home, me posting a programme with Ray Houghton on it from 1995 is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> so, are they, are they uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming slash hoping they're boxed in chronological order. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I'm, oh, thank God. Come on, I'm not a lunatic. I've got them, uh, some, some are in big palace binders, which is great. And then I bought loads more binders to put some more in, got them, and then realised their binders are for A5 programmes, which is what the size they are now. So none of my programmes fit in it. Uh, what size were they? They were, well, they were A4 before. I mean, they were smaller than A4, but the, the, the binder itself was bigger. Gotcha. But now the binder's smaller and they don't fit. And I bought 10 of them and um, because I bought them... I either bought them when we were moving house or when we were having the decorators in or something, whereby the time, by the time I opened them to see that they were too small, it was too late to take them. Too late, mate. Can you store any of your comics in them? Because I know uh, you've got comics. No. I mean, some of the, some of the programmes will fit in there, but the thing is the programmes now have, you know, like nice spines which say what the game is on them. You want to see that? Shit. I don't really, I don't really need them for that. But the older one, yeah. just like sort of manky white and blue covers. Listen, if if anyone's listening and they need some binders, hey, get in, get in touch with the show via Twitter at Back of the Nest. I don't know if that's it. I've just said that. Yeah, if you're listening, you're probably Pretty sure that's it. Uh, and let's know, or even better, maybe we turn it into some sort of competition, and you could win ten. <laughs> 10 whole binders and in return for you taking them off my hands um, one member of the back of the nest team pulled out of a hat will give me the money for them yeah definitely Terence and we'll make sure that every bit of paper in the hat has the same name on it yeah Terence Terence who is on who's on holiday you know it feels good to spin it around (laughs) on him yeah he is on holiday Um, nothing going on Absolutely nothing. He's That's sitting right. with his feet up on the sofa, um, literally just staring at the wall because he's on holiday and he doesn't want to do anything. Prick. Um, which which reminds me, we didn't do a beer check. Fintons. Mm. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So what, 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 have you got a beer? What are you drinking? Uh, 
I haven't got a beer. I'm drinking a glass of water. Um, and for DR, who refuses to drink tap water and I think said that he would rather drink mouthwash, I wasn't sure of his. I mean, I'm not, sometimes I'm not sure of his train of thought, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm pretty sure that was what he said. Just get a water filter, DR. There you go. It's not even a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have I did have a can of red stripe with my dinner. Oh, that's fair enough. I had a uh, I had a, a a double gin and tonic with my dinner. Very nice. And then shortly before we started recording, I went to pour myself another gin and tonic, and I've got one of those big gin goblets. Very nice. I, I accidentally poured myself a double double. So, what percentage gin and tonic are we talking? Well, it's meant to be, it's meant to be a uh, a quarter gin, isn't it? Ratio, yeah, three quarters tonic. So I did a double double. So I'm probably it's probably fifty fifty. And how are you feeling? Well, we'll find out in about ten to fifteen minutes. Brilliant. Um, Which is about what we've got earmarked for the rest of the show. I think. Yeah, for that for that very reason. <laughs> before I start <laughs> sobbing about how I've got to do phonics tomorrow what are phonics phonics is uh that's a good question phonics is teaching children sounds like letters okay so it's so it's more it's about what what sounds letters make so it's not a it's a got it etc etc and we're doing diagraphs which is two letters coming together to make a new sound like ch or sp which leads me on nicely or badly to Spider Man. Um, you're, <laughs> you're, I mean, it's as good as Terence, for fuck's sake. Uh, you're obviously a keen Spider Man fan. I am. Um, I've recently, uh, I mean, I've always been a Spider Man fan. I've recently uh, gone back with my eldest Arthur uh, on Disney Plus to watch the old 90s Spider Man cartoon, which is, I've got to say, is the best part of isolation. But somebody else has, has, I mean, got very involved in Spider-Man uh, today on the social media. Did you see that? I did see that. I was very who, who, happy to see that. Who was that? Who was that under that mask? Well, I don't want to give the game away completely because, you know, if his identity is revealed, then all of his loved ones will be in danger um, from the supervillain community. But it's Joel Ward. I was going to say, you, it wouldn't be the first time he's been exposed. Um Joel Ward? Yeah. When was he exposed? Just, most most weeks. Oh see. My, not like that. I'm so <laughs> used to, I'm so used to your tone, Albert, being firmly in the gutter. Um that I thought I'd missed a story where Mr. Nice Joel Ward was exposed. No, I just I just meant positionally. Fine. Um Fine. I mean, if anybody has seen Joe Ward naked, do feel free to get in touch with the show. Yeah, give us a tweet. Um, but did you like that? I mean, well, I have some questions. It was well, it was a bit weird. But he what, didn't he say like, "Be safe and love each other" or something, which is not Spider Man's catchphrase at all. <laughs> with great positional awareness comes great responsibility. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. None of that. What, I've got some questions. I know he said he was. He, he, bless him. He said he, he he prefaced this whole thing by saying he was bored. Fair enough. There's a lot of us who are bored. Yeah. Where did he get the costume from? Yep. Did he have it already? 
My, Did he? Or, my guess would be absolutely. You th- okay, fine. Because I thought I was. I thought that you know he's he's got a new kid, isn't he? Um, yeah. Joel Ward. I thought how how bored and uninvolved in that child, <laughs> the raising of that child must he be to sit there and think, I want to record a video dressed as Spider Man, uh, but I haven't got a costume, and he's had to really plan it out. But you think he had it already? I'd I hope he had it already. <laughs> um, I mean, me too. If he, uh, if he didn't, and yeah, he's got to the point where he's like, there's there's nothing going on in my life at all. Um, so I'm just going to hop on the internet and see what superhero costumes I can get. <laughs> in in my head, he, he's wanted to do this for about a week, but the first time I ordered it, it came and it was the wrong size. <laughs> and he's had and to go through the, the he's had to go through the rigmarole of sending it back. And then getting the correct size, and then being able to finally do the video. Especially, you have to. I think if you, you know, you send something back with ASOS or whatever, you have to fill out a form that says the reason I'm sending it back is because. Yeah. Um. So I would very much like him to have filled out a form saying, you know, the, the suit was too chafing, and, you know, my ears were pressed up against my head because the mask was too tight. It's too small, and it's exposing my web shooter. Exactly. There you go. There you go. There's the t- there's the tone you're after. There it is. That's what I was waiting. That's the gin kicking in. It really is. Uh, so that was good. And then have you caught anything else on social media? I, I hear an an old. Oh, I don't know what the word is. Old is probably old, right old, to start with. I was going to say an old friend, but well, not sure. an old an old acquaintance. An old yeah, very good. An old acquaintance has has popped up. He has on I, the social media. Um. I saw today that Damien Delaney, was it today? God, maybe it was yesterday. I... Let's just go with today. Let's go That's with all today. we've got. I saw Damien Delaney tweeting about uh, Big Pards, um, who was sending a message to the fans of his new club, ADO Den Haag, or ADO Den Haag, however you pronounce it. And it is wonderful. I mean, it's very Pardew. He's... Looking into his webcam, it's not. I mean, it's potentially a bit dirty. Den has he dressed? Has he got dressed for this meeting? He has got dressed this meeting in the God for that football shirt of his team. So he's sitting in a house which has like very like dusty pink curtains. I'm looking at it now, like a shit looking lamp, a TV, and then Pard sat full kit wanker. Thankfully, you can only see him from the sort of armpits up because, you know, whatever's below there is worse than Joel Ward's Spider-Man outfit, I think. Um, And he's basically talking to the fans, you know, stay at home and we're all in this together, even though you're in Holland and I'm in England, we're all in this together. Uh, And then he finishes on on a quite a sort of pards version of David Brent note, um, which I can hopefully play to you now. Really hope it's in a Dutch accent. Alas, it's not. But oh. when you hear what he says, it's worth it. I think because it, it's it's really coming from the heart. So this is Pards, and, and we'll come out of it hopefully uh, better people and a better nation. Uh, whether it's Holland, England, America, or wherever, uh, we all need perhaps a readjustment of uh, the values of life. What can you say to that, mate? I mean. We need to come out of it a better nation. What I do you think? That's... 
it's the leader that we all thought, you know, we never knew we needed. And now because of because of the coronavirus, it turns out the man who's going to lead us um, emotionally, morally um, and everything else. I'm well Alan enough. I, I can't lie. I'm well enough. It was so inspirational. I've just noticed, actually, on the kit that he's wearing, between the manufacturer's label and the crest of the of the, of the team, I'm assuming it's a sponsor, but it literally just says cars, jeans. In in that order. In that order. So, I thought you were going to say he's cut out a little hole so he could show off a little bit of nip. Well, it's it just above nip height, so I can't comment on whether he has or not. Um, How what odds? What odds that on the back of that shirt it says pards or party over? Hundred percent, hundred percent, it does. Hundred percent, van van he's pards. Got, he's gone van pards. Clearly, <laughs> he definitely has. <laughs> um, and and so as if that wasn't enough, Damo's comment. Um, was does anyone else believe Pards will avoid relegation due to cancellation of the season, then proceed to qualify for the Champions League as champions with three upside down smiley emojis? So I think uh, we can safely say that he is drenched in sarcasm uh, towards his old manager there, or he's he's had more gin than I have, and he genuinely believes that. I think there's someone else in the world who believes that, and that's Van Pards himself. Alan Van Pards. Alan Van Pards. I do not miss Alan Pardew. I, I mean, I don't... Well, I think he's pretty box office when he's not at your club. Yeah, that's true. But do you think, like, you know, whoever it is, current manager, old manager, old chat, you'll always, you'll always find, I always think you'll find a good number of people that would stick up for someone. Like, Simon Jordan's the classic divisive palace figure. Yeah. I... I happened to quite like him i know he wasn't perfect but i quite liked him and can see what he was trying to do you'll find many many people that disagree with that but i also think you'll find a lot of people that agree with that do you think there's people out there that still kind of ruefully wistfully wish for pards to come back well i think you've got to weigh it up right so for all of the games where we played some nice attacking football and scored quite a lot of goals. You know, we beat Newcastle 5-1. I'm pretty sure that was under him. And we look good going forward. You sort of miss that when we're mustering not much. But for every one of those, you've got 5-4 away to Swansea. You've got... Oh, fucking hell. I need another gin. Burnley away that I went to where we came back from 2-0 down. Yeah. Had a corner and he literally sent everybody up and they scored on the break and beat us 3-2. And then was we actually Barnes was that actually Barnes? Barnes, yeah. And then we had to walk around the sort of three quarters of the stadium to get to where we were going, and it was just loads of grim Burnley fans taking the piss out of us. And and we were in Burnley, so <sighs> nothing good came out of that. And that's that's parts all over really. So there were some all right times, weren't they? I mean, he started off quite well. Although to be fair, miserable Dave, my my friend Dave. Even when we were fifth, hated him. He said, "He said it's, you know, it's all going to come crashing down." And we were like, "Oh, shut up! We're fifth in the league. This is it. We, we're... this is it. <laughs> You're like Michael Jackson." <laughs> and then Dave was right. It, it it wasn't it. And then the dance at the cup final. I don't know how I've forgotten to mention that. 
Well, I think that's that's. So I was talking to someone at my work about that, and he was like, "Did did you think he was a when he did that?" And I was like, "Of course I did." I don't think there's. You know, if, what, if we win the cup and he's done that dance, I will play that dance, the video of the night, every day of my life. But we didn't win the cup, and I hate him. I don't know my own answer to this, but when did you become aware of the dance? Um, not at the time. Not at the time. Yeah, because I no, I I, I definitely I, I don't think I was aware of it at the time. It must have. I think it was probably on the train. Oh, yeah. So. Well, we we stuck about for a bit and had a drink. And when I say a drink, we, we were literally outside an offie drinking cans. And I think probably someone went on Twitter and saw it. And then we all got wound up. Yeah. Um, Awful. Yeah. So I think you're right. I mean, th- there are times when we, we were quite good under pars, but he's just such a, like, he has to be such an alpha dog that yeah. He, I don't mind him doing that for other teams because you know it's going to implode sooner rather than later. Mm. But then I must I must admit, when we were doing well, I was like, oh, Newcastle fans, don't know, they're talking about miserable bastards. And then within the space of like two months, I was like, well, you should listen to those Newcastle fans. They know what they're talking about up there. Yeah, exactly. How are you, man? How are you? Yeah, I, 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 maybe, maybe uh, I'm looking back with 2020 hindsight, but I, I, I mean, I never... I never really found myself overly attached to Pard as a manager. Like, like if, if you know any manager that takes us up to fifth, I'll enjoy, you know I'll enjoy the times overall. But I was never, I don't think I ever really like felt like singing Alan Pardew's Red and Blue Army or anything like that because just I never liked him before he was there. Yeah, and he 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 he, he talk he certainly talks a good game at times and says the right thing and sometimes says absolutely the horrendously wrong thing like when he described Michael Essien as raping someone yesterday too <laughs> yeah I mean that's not his yeah not his fine uh, ah, no exactly but um, but yeah I never found myself like overly enamoured with him and I mean certainly on that on that that was certainly the, the the run in the league leading up to the cup final it was you know literally the, the, the cup games were the only only sort of things that we ever did well in, yeah. You know, and you know that obviously there was the the, the Norwich, the punch and Norwich victory, which sort of all but confirmed us as safe. But that was a miserable, miserable sort of five months from January to the cup final, and then we just seemed to give him what? When did, when did we sack him? Christmas was it? Yeah, because I think I think Allardyce's first game was Boxing Day. I think. Yeah, you're right. At Watford, wasn't it? And and I mean that was. How how he lasted that long after that run and then going into the new year, uh, the new season, was awful. Yeah, that was that was weird because you just sort of think you've obviously made the decision right. We're sticking with him. We're going to back him. And I actually think we got an, an all right result at one point just before he got sacked, and then we sacked him anyway. Um, was that the Southampton one where he <laughs> slagged off the Americans? <laughs> Talking of. Ill-judged comment. I know. See, this is what I'm saying. He's he's box office. But like, you know, few... like when he went to West Brom, and his first game was against us, I was like, oh shit, you know, they're going to beat us now, and it's going to really wind me up that he's going to be sitting there because yeah, you know, his little goatee he had at the time talking about yeah. how you know, evil Allen, you know, masterclass Pardew, and they didn't even get the Pardew bounce, and now he's managing a team that's second off the bottom in Holland. So 
<laughs> I don't really know. I think I think he's I think he's done really. I can't really see any team in the championship that would want him that would pay the money that he probably wants. So I complete. I'll be honest. I completely forgot about the West Brom stint. Yeah, I think West Brom wish they could as well. That was after Pulis, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. After and they had Pulis, not after we had. So Pulis. I think they got rid of him, and then they got Darren Moore, who all, almost kept him up. Um, in fact, I think they got relegated when we beat them. Yeah, that's um, right. And D- Darren Moore almost kept him up, did a good job, and then got like sacked when they were in the playoffs. Yeah. Or sorry, the playoff positions, should I say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Pards is... I didn't think we'd end up talking about Pardy, but obviously delighted we have because he's... Of course. There's a li- the One thing you can say about him is you're never going to not have something to talk about. There's always going to be something you remember about Pards that you you know can have either laugh about it or laugh at him for doing it. So, so which leads me on to... Let's let's go. Re- let's 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 cut it down to Premier League recent Premier League managers yeah. of Crystal Palace. If you had to spend, uh, if you were in this period of isolation, and for whatever reason you had to have a, a a current or former Crystal Palace manager just happened to be in your house when it lockdown started, who would you who would you have opted for? Bloody hell, that's a really good question. So I definitely. I definitely discard Holloway. Oh, really? Because, so soon? Well, I think the thing is, you'd think, oh, he'd be a good laugh, but he talks so much shit, and I've got <laughs> such a short temper. So I'm it going, would be great, in, wouldn't it? It would be great. If, if after, you were, after about a week, if you were to say, like, yeah, guaranteed, you're going to be able to go out of your house in like five days, then I think people like him would be quite funny. But yeah. if you're like going into like week seven and he's still talking about like coming out with whatever ridiculous metaphors he talks about that don't make any sense, I just I'd throw him out. I'd be like, look, I'm not saying I want you to get it, but yeah. <laughs> at, at, at least I'd put him in the garden and then just lock the door and just. The thing like, is, you know, if 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 you had if you had Holloway in your house and you let's say you 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 managed to get a look in on the hammock. E4, I'm just gonna have a I'm just gonna have half hours kip on the hammock. You know that he'd be running in trying to tip you out just for oh. a laugh. <laughs> you say that I've been doing that to Vanessa for the last two. Ah, weeks. <laughs> now we get into the crux of the matter. We can't have two of that in the house. Um, I think. I mean, talking about Allardyce on the hammock, game over that one. I don't think that's happening. No, but uh, but f- f- hammock aside, is is Allardyce a contender for your isolation companion? Oh. So I'm trying to weigh up the pros and cons of everyone. I, the problem is you have to. It's like chess. You have to sort of think five moves ahead. I don't know if I've got enough booze in the house. It, well, yeah, there you go. Um, he has pints of wine, so I can't afford that. No. Um, and you can't get an Ocado slot for love nor money. So well, exactly. He he would insist on going down the offie. Yeah, and then technically you're never really sure if you're clear of it, are you? Well, exactly. If he's, if he's so, popping out. All right, Holloway and Allardyce are out. Right. Uh, who else have we got? Pulis. Oh, I just don't like him. Pulis, you're going to see him naked in the shower. You are with with the hat on though, and and risk getting headbutted like James Beatty. Exactly. I don't think I could take that. And then he probably what he'd do is he promised a he promised like I'll, I'll stay with you, I'll keep you company until the very end, 
and then two days before that, he'd fuck off with all your stuff. He'd say, uh, "I'm, I'm just popping down the shop. I'm just nipping out. Have you got that fifty quid? Yeah. And then can I, can I have it now? No, because listen, I'm going to buy a lot to keep us going for a few weeks. Have you got that fifty quid? Next thing you know, he's back in Newport, gone. So with a with a load of shopping. So you've got to mitigate against that. So I can't have Pulis. Frank de Boer. Now Frank de Boer. What about him? Uh, not sure to be honest. Frank, not sure. What um, for? Mm, I mean, he's he's only used to hanging around for about four or five weeks anyway. And I also think what he'd do is you'd say, right, this is the house. Right, here's the kitchen with with all the staff, and this is where the cutlery lives, and here's where the sofa is in the living room. And you'd go up, you know, have a shower, come back down, he'd move everything round. Why? Why have you put the knives and forks in the living room, Frank? Yeah, that's why, fair enough. Yeah, what? Why is the sink now full of plants? It doesn't make sense. I don't care. We've how you tr- do it in Frank, public. Frank, we've tried putting the hammock in the office. It doesn't work. So I think he'd try and bully. He'd try and bully you into into hammocks in the office and cutlery in the living room. So he's out. Um. So I think that just leaves Pards and and Roy. Well, yeah, ultimately. So is that that's it? We've, we've, that's it, isn't it? Holloway, Poolis. Oh, hang on a minute, Neil Warnock. Now, we've all seen we've all seen Mrs. Doubtfire. He could be quite handy around the house. He could, but there'd be porn on the TV all the time. Yeah, I'd, but again, this is the thing. Like you say, you've got you've got to weigh him up, haven't you? Now. Clean house, and then an old bloke watching porn. I'm I'm all right with it. <laughs> I ta- I certainly take that over Holloway with his japes. With it, yeah. Um, but then I think what what would happen would Warnock would start off being very enthusiastic about everything in the house. This is the best kitchen I've ever seen. This is the best yeah. TV I've ever had the pleasure of watching. Look Who- at the tits on that. Two weeks later, it's it's all your fault. Well, yeah. Well, why why doesn't the skybox come on when I press this button? Be squaring up to you in the style of Liam Gallagher. Why is Babe Station not working? And then you, well, you've got to answer that. It's not my fault, Neil. It's not my fault. Yeah. Too many people are trying to watch, and the reception's bad. Do you? What about? There is someone else we're forgetting. What about Keith Millen? Oh, Keith. Well, I feel like he'd. He'd be like a lodger for a couple of weeks when you're in between. I don't. He'd think... bring. What he'd do is he would get an. He'd be somewhere else. He would get an Ocado slot, and he'd give you a call and say, "Listen, I've got an Ocado slot. What do you want? I'll sort you out. Yeah, I'll keep you going just for a bit. Seventy-two toilet rolls, and he'd bring you around the basics. Yeah, yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, that's not a bad one. But then Millen, I think Millen is the safe money. Millionaire's day, but but at the same time, you've only got the one Ocado slot. So once that's done, what's he got to yeah, offer? True, he's, he's not a long term solution. He's not. Um, Roy, Roy's Roy's probably another safe bet. It's not going to be particularly exciting, but you can pop him down in front of the telly. Yeah, and just leave him. Yeah. That being said, be- due to his age, do. Is he allowed to be in the house with us at this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're not going out. Okay. 
he is, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's vulnerable. He's over 70. But as long as you're not going out and you're happy just to stay in for his, you know, for his safety and yours, then that's fine. So I reckon, I reckon, because then you could just be like, Roy, say something in Finnish. Or, you know, tell me about your favourite Swedish fish. I don't know. He's got he's got to have stories. They might not be super interesting, mm. but he's not going to bludgeon you around the head with them like Pards would. No, and I think he'd be very appreciative of, you know, of the the hospitality that you're showing him as well. I think I think Roy's my choice going through all of those. Yeah, don't tell yeah, think... don't tell Patrick O'Connor he'll lose it. <laughs> One thing's for sure, Roy definitely wouldn't try and change anything. It, exactly. This is, he would leave everything where it needs to be. This works, it stays. Yeah. <laughs> Which, is, funnily enough, like that is very close to me in, in practical yeah. terms. I think we found your perfect isolation companion. Who who would you have gone for? Uh, like you, I mean, you sort of knock out the obvious ones, hoping for a better, a better alternative is going to come along, and then you sort of do think, Oh no, it's not a great choice for various reasons. And yeah, I think you end up with Roy, don't you? Really? Yeah. Very polite, cool head. Um, like you say, he's old. He's been around the world a thousand times. Probably goes to bed at like half seven. Goes to bed at half seven. You can just crack on. Yeah. You could probably you could probably have the music up a bit louder as well. He won't mind. He can't hear it. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, if you don't mind, if you don't mind sharing. Maybe I'll come with you. Yeah. You can have me and Roy. Come on over. Come on over. Yeah, well, there you go. We've nailed it. We've absolutely nailed it. I've, what, um, a, what a perfect ending to what is a podcast that you and I thought would last about six minutes. A perfect ending to an imperfect podcast. Um, and I think we'll wrap it up there, Heskiff. I think that's, I think that's a, a, a job well done, mate. Sh- shocking admission. My... My gin goblet is empty, bar a few blueberries that I put in there. Oh, have some of that. A little bit of garnish. Have some of that. A little bit of garnish. Listen, everybody, thanks for tuning in. If you have tuned in, you might not. And then if you haven't, then no one's heard that. Go fuck yourselves. Heskiff, stay inside. Yeah, you too, mate. Enjoy the phonics. Thank you. Not the stereophonics. No one enjoys the stereophonics, mate. No, 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 definitely not. Uh, Make sure you're wiping everything down, including yourself. We'll try. I will try. And uh, yeah, keep indoors, stay safe. And I mean, it's Terence always says up the palace. I mean, we'd all love to go up the palace at the moment, and whenever that may be, up the palace. Back of the chest. Coronavirus self-isolation podcast. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.